This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane and I am here with Chris Valente. Chris, hello my friend. Hello Rob. You sound a billion times better. Uh, I am I am doing much better than I was last week. There is no doubt about that. I can sure people can hear it in my voice. I've started acupuncture that I mentioned last week. I've been on a new Can we talk about ac- can yeah, we, sure. Uh, can we yeah. talk about acupuncture? Sure. I, but you're on medication too, right? That was the other point. They put I me didn't on. Wanna, a, on I cut n- you off, and I'm a jerk. So they, no, they put me on a nerve medication, is, which is now leading me more to believe that it is a nerve issue. Um, because since I've started the acupuncture, some chiropractic work, and the nerve medication, I've been able to function more. The pain comes back mainly at night or during the day. It'll resonate more in my neck than it does in my head. So I'm like, okay, I'm at least living life again and not having debilitating chronic can't see straight can't think straight pain um some side effects from when i'm like i tried to go for a run i was telling you before i can usually run five miles with my eyes closed i last night i tried to go i, I made it a mile and i felt like i ran 15 i was gassed so i'm assuming between the blood pressure medication the gabapentin, what i put my body through for the past three weeks it's just like, hey, bro, <laughs> like chill. Maybe, maybe don't do this and go home and sit on the couch. So, no working out for the foreseeable future. Ah, that's also got to be hard, right? Because that's also stress relief. It, it it is my number one stress relief. But I am. Um, we can actually we can talk about this. This would actually be a good topic. Now we're gonna start. We'll get to it later. But I think we should talk about <laughs> stress and work. Um, the uh, acupuncture. What do you want to ask me about acupuncture? How was it? What uh, was it like? It's, it was fine. Like I, needles don't bother me, so the needle part was nothing. Did it hurt? Did it no. feel like getting shots a hundred times over again? Didn't feel anything. So the so for the pressure point that I'm having in my head, that she puts him in my feet, my knee. What? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Say that again. The, I would just imagine that there was, you know, fifteen needles coming out of your neck. There's only one. there's only there's only one on each side of my neck, and. Um, three in my right ear, my, my hands and my wrist and then my feet. So I was like, what's like, I asked, I was like, cause I was just out of curiosity. Like, what's the deal? (laughs) My mind is blown right now. Why in God's name was your neck hurt? Are you putting needles in your feet? So she was showing me where the body is all connected. So that's acupuncture, right? It's all eastern medicine it's where the body is connected through the nerves and how everything is intertwined in different parts of your body so uh, so she talked she taught me this trick now when you're having a headache you put your thumb in between your other thumb and your pointer finger and like push in there and rotate and that's a pressure point for your head 
and I have to do that as exercise. The other exercises I had to do that I was given as homework, I had to smash um, a dozen eggs against a wall and watch it drip down. It's supposed to be cathartic, and it, quite frankly, it was. Like, there was something about just watching the egg slide down. I did smash a dozen. Um, and <laughs> one I, at a time, or did you just, like, throw 12 up? No, one at a time, and I, like, I did my, I, like, almost, like, did it's as like a pitcher. like meditating, right? And, like, you just watch the, oh, the yolk go down, you're like, all right. I, I was like, but she told me this. She's, look, I was in so much pain, I would have driven around the country 25 times. Like, whatever <laughs> she told me I was going to do. The other thing I had to do, I had three things. Smash a dozen eggs, scream in the shower, like scream at the top of my lungs over and over and over again to get the energy out of me and flowing and so forth. I was like, whatever, lady, I'm going to try this. Like, <laughs> so I made sure my family wasn't What were your that. kids saying? No, no. Like, so yeah. I made sure they weren't home because I was like, this is not going to go well. And I was, I was quasi nervous about 911 being called by my neighbors at some point. Uh, Chris is screaming his face off. Why? <laughs> I was screaming. But I'm not going to lie, it kind of helped. Um, which, again, we can talk about this later, about stress. And uh, so I did that, and I've been doing the rubbing in my fingers, and I've, bought, I've been back four times. I go back again tomorrow. Uh, she's a very nice lady. We discussed, like, what's going on. And, look, I, as you can hear in my voice, I sound... A you zillion, sound back, baby. I sound a zillion times. I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not officially back because I have my moments still, but I am in much more of a manageable place in life where I'm not losing out on hanging out with my kids or doing work or going to sleep. So my you body's sound. beat to hell, but I'm powering through till probably hopefully next week when opening day starts, and then I'll be able to just be like, <clears throat> just like collapse in the chair. And the uh, one of the, my the best parts uh, for I got a uh, I got a LinkedIn message from one of the guys I used to play basketball with in Scranton, who's in the health department. Who's like, hey, if Chris, if, if if Chris needs a nerve blocker, like I got you covered. And I was like, just gotta come to Scranton. I was like, um, I, 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 I said it to you. I was like, uh, Chris, you wanna go to Scranton? I'll get I, you hooked I'm up. I'm not. Man. I'm not not gonna do that quite just yet. Um, so there might be a chance I actually take them up on that just because I'd like to get this sped up. As I've explained, I have to still wait a couple more weeks before I even get into the consultation before that they can then schedule the nerve block. Not ideal. Um, but right now I'm, I'm managing through and feel much better. So uh, it's a, it's a, it's a good, good news. Start of the podcast. Yeah, Billy Dempsey uh, from uh, from Scranton is one of the, one of the great guys I used to play hoops with. I, I, he is an amazing human being, by the way, because yeah, the fact that him. he offered that up, I was like, this guy is. I would have driven you. I would have driven you. We could go. We could take a road trip. You're vaccinated because we're going to have on that next. Rob <laughs> got a vaccine today. And how did you do that, Rob? I, so I got a vaccine. I am. I have the Pfizer vaccine flowing through me right now. And. Uh, you're you're, 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 you're I, radiating. You're glowing. You have the vaccine I, it was, glow. It was, the cra- it was one of the craziest things that have ever happened. So I am giving a tour of Polar Park to a potential client. Okay? Mm-hmm. Potential partner. Yep. I'm walking them around, talking to them all about how great Polar Park is, which is wonderful. And then I get a text from my neighbor. Hey, are you interested in a vaccine? I went, yeah. Why? And you just kind of like keep going? And he's like, um, they've got open spots, but you got to go today. Here's the website. And I was looking at it and I went, 
All right. And I'm clicking on it. Remember, I'm giving a tour. I'm atop the Worcester wall in Worcester. right field. Yeah, you're in Worcester. I'm in Worcester. And uh, and he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, uh, check between 4 and 6 o'clock. There's been a handful of openings. And just do it. And I went, I clicked on it, took me there. And my at 3.50, it all finished. And I had to be in... Providence at 510. And I was like, guys, and I'm so I was like, guys, I need to take a break. And they're like, what? So we're standing atop the Worcester wall. And I'm like, I have to fill out this information right now because I think I'm getting a COVID vaccine in an hour. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I was like, I just met the people too, right? <laughs> so, and, they're like, uh, this this guy's a weirdo. He's, he's not he's not ready to get a vaccine. Yep. So right. like I I was like, cut the tour short. Sorry. Uh <laughs> Gotta go. Uh, gotta go. And I uh, went in, got in the car. I was so excited. Like, I left my computer bag and, like, uh, everything that's in the construction trailer. I have no idea where any of that shit is. And uh, I drive down to Providence, and I get in there, and it's in the Dunkin' Donuts Center, so, like the arena. Yep. And I get down there, and it's, like, very simple. You park. You walk in the front door. Like, I have an appointment. You show your ID. They say to go around this way. You go around that way. Take you down the stairs, like onto the where the ice would be, um, and you go there. And they say, uh, "Yep, you good? Here's your number. Go into the little room. Needle done." And it was like this. It happened so fast. Yeah, I mean, so that's fast great. That's good. from so fast from what I was doing at three thirty in the afternoon. To 5.30. Those two hours happened lickety-split. And it was like, part of me feels like I cheated. It's okay. But like, I don't care. Like, get shot. My, my, I don't care. Rachel I got, got a vaccine today. Rachel got what are vaccine they going to do? Today. What are they going to do? I got a shot in my arm. We're going to take it away? Well, you have a second, suck it out? And you have a second appointment now, right? April 14th. Yeah, Rachel Rachel got um, the Moderna vaccine today. Uh, so she signed up on the site, clicked on that she had an underlying condition. They said, you're eligible. Booked an appointment and then she went and got a vaccine. So I'm Great. actually I'm on one of those sites where to be notified if there's leftovers in the middle of the, like they'll tell you if, it, if you're within a 15 minute radius that they'll call you and be like you need to be yeah I'm on one minutes. of those I'm on one of those you, sites can, you too. can take yourself off because you already got your vaccine move out of the line I got uh, out of the line I was like number so one hundred eighty six thousand did Amy get a vaccine No. Oh, so you're gonna abandon? So like Rachel's gonna abandon me, and you're gonna abandon her. You guys, you and Rachel can go hang out. <laughs> no, so I I tried. To, I sent it to her. I was like, you got to do this now. And my wife's gonna listen to this, but she's not the greatest at like spontaneousness. She's the very logistical person, and thank God that she is because. If there was two spontaneous people, like together, just like the world would explode. Like yeah, you could, I, I spontaneous combustion. It. Yes, C- yes. couldn't handle it. So you know, this is why we are a good husband and wife pairing. Uh, but she, like the kids had to get picked up, and like there's real reasons about why it, it why it didn't work. But uh, I drove as fast as I could, and I stopped what the hell I was doing and <laughs> dropped everything. So you didn't get the deal. Happened. So I'm assuming you didn't get the deal. Uh, I texted the guy. Uh, you know, hey, sorry again. Uh, we'll just say he hasn't returned my text yet. 
Oh, you win some, you lose some, but you're vaccinated. That seems more important. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like I, I win this one. But I uh, think I think so. I think that's definitely on the, the list of more important things. Well, well, Amy and I can hang around for the next few months together and wait till we get our vaccines, and then uh, it'll happen. We soon. could eventually all get together in a couple months. So yes, one day we'll go out and do that dinner that we we're supposed to do. Uh, before we now. before we get uh, too sidetracked, though, uh, want to remind our listeners because we talked about this last week. We posted on social. I think it just went up again. Uh, the Sport and Governance Association at Temple University will be hosting their annual sports business conference. This free, all-virtual conference will be held from April 7th through the 9th. Hear from guest speakers such as keynote speaker Darren Heitner, league executives from the NBA and MLS, Excel Sports Management, and Pitcherless. Participate in networking hour with companies such as the NFLPA, the Yankees, the Yankees, that should be in here, and New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> and connect with other students as you focus on the conference's three main points. Forming connections, fortifying experiences, and forward thinking. Registration closes on Wednesday, March 31st to their free conference. So visit sagatemple.org and follow them on Instagram at templesbc to stay tuned for more information and updates. I will tell everybody right now, if you're a listener to this podcast, you're looking usually to go find a job in sports. If you don't you're attend, already doing a good job. Yeah, you're already doing a good job. If you don't attend this free conference, regardless of the fact the Yankees will be there, we won't we won't hold it against them. You <laughs> should be joining this immediately and finding time on your schedule to go and sign up for this. There says is the, no excuse. Says the guy who grew up a Yankee fan and says no, the I know. Guy so who honestly, work for him. behind the scenes banter back and forth. He actually Hunter as he emailed me about this said, "Hey." Uh, hopefully, as Red Sox guys, you don't take the Yankees shout out personally. I was like, <laughs> I used to work for them. I, yeah, I was like, uh, it should be fine. I grew up a Yankees fan. Um, no, no big deal. Not, not that big a deal. Um, but anyway, and we always say it's uh, probably episode one. It's not the what's on the front of the jersey, right? Nope, 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 nope. Makes we, no difference. Makes no difference. So, at, go sign up. Run. Find our social channels. Click on the link. Sign up. It's free. You have no excuse. And we can get into something else of why I think there's a lot of people out there who's listening right now who should sign up. But go go take advantage of this. Very well, few conferences are ever free. Go do this. So who do you think should sign up? Everyone listening. No, but you just said uh, you wanted to hold for, well, for something. And we're terrible at teasing, so yeah, we might no, as well so- just get into it now. <laughs> Uh, I've been getting. I'm gonna write down the other thing I wanted to talk about. So before I forget that, because you're on a roll right now. I'm I'm fired up. I got energy. You're going. on a roll. Acupuncture, baby, got me going. <laughs> I'm <laughs> throwing eggs. Feet. I'm throwing eggs. I'm sm- I'm screaming <laughs> in showers. I am good to. How go. often do you have to do the screaming in a shower thing? I'm supposed to do it every day. I haven't been able to because my family's been home a bunch. But it's been nice out, so they do go out, and I try and time the shower around that, and then I get in there, and I just scream away. <laughs> so far, the cops <laughs> have not been called. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so my, alright, so my LinkedIn, I don't know about you, I know you're too busy right now, probably on top of even how busy I am with opening day a week away, you're ten times busier Bananas. because of what you got going on. My LinkedIn, because I've been trying to de-stress and avoid as much unnecessary social media or anything going on. I went on my LinkedIn the other day. I had so many messages from like two weeks of just not being on LinkedIn from people looking to network or help them get a job that's been posted or for the first time or ever reaching out. I'm like, wait a minute. We talked about this. Like, why are you waiting till what's too late? Sports is back. 
opening days next week. Jobs are flying off the shelves. You're doing it now. You had a whole year of a pandemic. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, uh, like I, I was noticing that too. It was like, why are you calling me? I, I'm happy to take your call if I can, but like, why are you calling me now, man? Like, you've been out of it work for a year, and now I, you're. I'm calling not talking me. about the people I've had connections with, or no, of course not. Brand new people. To, I'm talking about like off the street, out of nowhere, like, and not. I've responded to the people who I thought I should respond to. The ones that were randomly looking for connections to jobs out of out of out of nowhere. I was like, this is ridiculous. Out of the clouds. So uh, again, those people need to go to this conference, start your networking, get it going, but it goes back to like now that the jobs are fired back up and you're going to get these interviews and you have these chance to make a shine. You need to have something that you say that you've done for the past year other than just sit on your butt, right? Like if yeah. if, if your answer is like uh nothing well, we hired a guy, one of the uh, one of the ticket guys that we just hired. We hired him mainly because I liked his effort, and he was like, "I did that sponsor United thing. I just want to get into this, so I'm going to work at Dick's Sporting Goods at night, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just show that people I can I can sell." Took sales training classes, and it's like, "All right, you did something." Uh, I think we talked about it. Uh, Wait, so he did a, he did the sponsor United like uh, crowdsourcing stuff. Yeah, like he, he was like telling, he was like logging stuff for them. I love Sponsor United, by the way. I talked to their CEO uh, and said we should have you on the podcast. And then you know, uh, this whole building of a ballpark and a pandemic thing took over. So his name's Bob, I think. Yeah, Bob. I've talked to Bob. Bob's, Bob's a good dude. Bob's a good dude. Uh, genius idea. Genius idea. Great idea. Great idea. I use and that resource every day. Never used it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I need to at some point, but I mean, um, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. Bob tries to sell me on it, and I'm like, not right this it, very second. It, honestly, and, not, and this isn't like in a despair. Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense for a minor league team. Like you, you have different ways of getting to the right folks. Most of your folks are so hyper local. Like yeah, right. You're not calling tech companies in California trying to find those contacts, and like, it, it's just, it's just different. Like I don't, I don't, quite honestly, don't see. A ton of value for a minor league sports team. Bob, don't listen to that. Yeah, well, sorry, Bob. <laughs> so, sorry, Bob. Hate to be a negative sales pitch for you, Bob, but it's it's an anyway. every major league team should have it tomorrow. So there you go, right. Bob. There you go, Bob. Nice, nice work. But um, I had one. So one of the things that we talk that we've talked about that I just I like talking about real things that happen to me. Right. Um, I'm happy to do. I enjoy. Of course, I've, we do a damn podcast about helping people start and grow their careers, right? So I enjoy this. Naturally, enjoy it. It's fulfilling. But I hate this. I hate when I... I, I don't want to sound arrogant or douchey or whatever, but I probably will. I hate when I take the time, right? I'm going to... Uh, it's because it sounds arrogant to me. If I take the time to do this or you take the time to do this, and it's like, all right, please let's block a half hour on the calendar... Happy to talk with you. No problem. Let's go. And they have one question, and one of the question is, so tell me about your career. Oh, and I was like, this. I, I get, I go like this. I, I just slam my hands down on the thing, and I'm like, put my head back and go, what the, what are we doing? Like, you've got to, like, you just can't do that, right? Like, I have a LinkedIn that's 
people see, right? You can see where my career has been. By the way, someone pointed out to me, I got totally called out on my LinkedIn. I haven't changed that. I work for the Worcester Red Sox yet. <laughs> I probably should do that. But anyway, uh, I hate that question. Tell me about your career. How did you, or how did you get to where you are today? I, I don't know. Like I went to Battle Creek, and I, there was feral cats. <laughs> I went to Omaha, Nebraska, and now I'm here. So like I become really short. Yep. And like started in groups, went to advertising, and now, uh, and now I'm here in uh, president of the team. Now I'm here in 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 Pawtucket. And like, oh yeah, great. And it's like, you told them nothing. I, I told you. I told you nothing. Correct. You came with nothing. And now, so here I'm here, like, I'm like, so I get un un. I don't know what the word is, but like you're not engaged. You're no longer no, engaged. I'm irrationally frustrated by it. I'm irrationally frustrated by it, and it's like I I don't know if I should or if I'm a jerk to do this. Be like, buddy, what the hell are you doing? You you you've obviously took the time to reach out, right? And now you're just gonna fuck it all up, right? Like, what are you doing? Why even do that? Then it would be better of you to sit on your couch. Eat popcorn and watch the freaking games and just hang out with your hand down your pants because you're not doing anything. I love popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I took from that. <laughs> oh, That's God. What That's what I took from that rant. I love popcorn. <laughs> it's my favorite snack. Love it. Can't get enough of oh, it. Oh, God. I, that sounds wonderful to me, by the way. <laughs> popcorn, hand down my pants, and watch the game? Like, where can I get that? Sign me up for that. That seems like... I haven't even oh. got to watch March Madness because my head's so freaking scrambled. I'd take that tomorrow. Oh, no, all right. God. So, all right, yeah. Let's Do you understand this. what I'm saying? No, of course I understand what you're saying. <laughs> here's a better question. Yeah. A very poignant question to show that I did look at your LinkedIn. What was the ultimate decision-making that you, or factor that, decide, when you decided to leave Bow Creek for XYZ, right? Like, that's a good question. What, yeah, what, great what, question. What made you leave Bow Creek to go take the job at so forth? That'll tell you how you got to that place without asking that stupid short question right like okay you were in scranton not maybe not then someone doesn't know your story of what happened with why you you were yeah, you yeah, lost yeah, the yeah. role of course. Like, why would you right so how did you end up how did you decide to go from scranton to the paw socks like right like that's a question that can open up a dialogue other like, thing uh just just saying like how'd you get to where you are how how'd you uh, tell me about your career oh it's right. been great how about yours? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, and I just get, like, irrationally frustrated by it. I'm sure other people would be like, eh, that's fine question. <laughs> like, but it's a nice, but again, forget us. Forget us. You're not getting anything out of that conversation on no, the other of end course of it. So, like, what are you going to get, like, on my moving? Yeah, I used a U-Haul, too. Yeah, like, those are expensive. They're more expensive because the rates, they lie. Like, it's like, oh, 1999. You're like, no, it's like. You drive it three miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grandma's attic. Oh, great! We have so much more space. Anyway, you all will not be a sponsor of this, this show. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. No. It's it's coming articulated with poignant questions and challenging questions, and to make a mark. And this is this goes back. So we had an intern start today, and I, I he didn't do anything. He did nothing wrong. My advice to him though was based on a lot of the stuff that we've talked about. Every moment you have 
you have to take it as like your shot, right? Because you just never know when you're going to get the next one. So right now, I told him, and this is for everybody out there who now the jobs are kicking back in, internships are fired up. I was like, you have a Fenway Sports email address. If you don't use that and leverage that to network internally here at Fenway with Liverpool, with the Red Sox, etc., and then also externally because you have the power of Fenway behind you while you're using that email address, you're wasting your time. Like that should be the number one goal of yourself is to <clears throat> actually meet, talk, and have conversations with people within Fenway and outside of Fenway by using that LinkedIn, that email address. Because once it goes back to Gmail or Yahoo or Hotmail or sjeeves.com, <laughs> Prodigy, whatever the hell you're on, Juno, a lot less people are going to respond to you. It's the power of that email. Whether it says Fenway Sports or Timberwolves or Golden State Warriors, use that power that little signature of, button yeah use that in your emails to b- make your time worthwhile beyond just the work that you're there to do because networking as an intern is the number one thing people lack on like internal I, and external networking can i ask you another douchey question yes <clears throat> as you i was inter- fired up tonight you were fired up all that thing just got me going and then you made me laugh real hard <laughs> um another douchey question someone asked me in an informational interview not this one, right? That guy asked one question, and that was it. And then he had the balls to email me back and say, oh, what a great conversation that we had. And I was like, <laughs> read the room, I want to ring your... Yeah, read the room. Um, it was like, we talked for th- four minutes. Um, anyway, one guy asked me, ah, do you have any good podcast to listen to? Oh, no. And I was like, yeah, I do. I was like, oh, yeah, tell me about it. It's like getting his pencil all ready. I was like, uh, it's called Front Office Features. Oh, yeah, tell me about Front Office Features. Oh, Front Office Features helps uh, people's uh, aims to help people start and grow their uh, sports career. And he goes, oh, that sounds awesome. I was like, yeah, I host it. <laughs> it's like, oh, even better. And it's like, I, I just like. So I, I'm pretty sure I have it on my LinkedIn, right? Like you definitely it says, do. You have like co-founder or like. Founder, or yeah. president, CEO, whatever it is. Pres- Alina's the CMO. I hope she uses that. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, but like, I don't know why it just like, I'm ha- I love talking about the podcast. And if they don't bring it up, I usually do because I take it as like marketing, right? Of course. Right. It's uh, Right. So I, I don't care about that, right? If you don't ask me about it, that's fine. Uh, but when you say like, name some podcasts, like what, what, what wouldn't that be a thing? Or no, is that's, it just like... No, that, that should weird? be... Am I, am, should, I a douchey, am I a douche for that again? No, because the person's supposed to do their homework on you to have poignant yeah. questions, which would be the first place you should ever go to do homework on someone would be their LinkedIn, right? Yeah, I'm sure if you Google... Not that I've ever... Uh, if you Google, like, your name... You don't and, self-Google like, your yourself? Title? No. Do you? Uh, I haven't in a long time. I did at one point. I have uh, uh, Google alerts with my name out there in case something goes awry. Makes sense. Right? Like your name gets... Uh, <laughs> Rob Crane arrested, indicted. <laughs> it was like, what? <laughs> I was? So just to, just in case something goes up, there's a attorney in Dallas who has Rob Crane, and there's an astronomer with the name Rob Crane. And that's mostly what the Google alerts come back with. You, I'm just, I just Googled Rob Crane Worcester. You've, you've got good headlines up there right now. It's All right, well, it's better than bad headlines. Your LinkedIn, Twitter, 
front office, major league, base, minor league baseball. All right, so almost don't... sold out. All good stuff. Well, the good news is we have sold out. Um. Okay. Um. So let's. Be, <laughs> we've gone off the rails. Um. Well, you yeah. wrote things down that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So and we're a half hour into this. So let's let's talk about. Uh, let's go back to the beginning of this podcast before we get to stress. Hour. What is that? What you want to talk about? Stress. Yes. So the uh, the underlying thing that I've been told has caused my said issue by now three different people doctors is stress. Um, and that I hence the screaming in the shower. <laughs> uh, and I've I've be beyond the pandemic stress, right? The work stress that's come along with said pandemic stress and our business and everything going on for the past couple of weeks since I've now, as you hear me sound better, I've learned to walk away when I'm starting not to feel okay or getting fired up about stuff that I'm starting to deem insignificant. And I also, I have a massive problem as in, like, I don't, you would never call me, you would never look at me or probably quantify me as someone who seems as a stressed human being, right? Like, I don't yeah, come I would, say, I would like, agree with that. Bothered by, like, <clears throat> I internalize my stress and wear it inside more than I, I don't wear it on my sleeve. I don't wear it on my, like, any of that stuff. I'm pretty happy-go-lucky. Like, most stuff roll off my back. I probably need to vocal, and this is why I always talk about this, this podcast being cathartic. Probably need to vocalize my stress a little bit more, but also realize like work isn't always that important. Like it just can sometimes wait, and I know it's easier said than done, especially like these two weeks leading up to opening day. But I can tell you, like I was negotiating a new partnership last night till ten o'clock that I started four years ago. Four years ago. Four years. Four years ago was my first outreach connection talk presentations forever. I negotiated that so stress free, like not that I didn't care if it happened or not, but I had such a different attitude that it actually made me a better negotiator. In the process, I went back and read the email chain of like how we were going back and forth, and I was like, you know what? Like, if the deal doesn't happen, I'll find another one, right? Like, okay, no big deal. And if it does happen, it's fantastic. It's great. I've done everything I can. I know what I'm doing. I can only control so much. I'm not going to lose my mind over this. And we ended up getting a significant three-year partnership from somebody new. Um, but I approached it in such a different light than I typically do in negotiation. Because like, when we get to negotiations outside of building new ballparks in your normal times, we don't have too many at-bats. right? Like You usually get maybe four five to ten in a massive year of like yeah, right. when you're actually like getting close to a deal and you're negotiating because of what we do in sponsorship that you're like every one of those you're like holding on for dear life of like i gotta get this done if i don't get this done when's my next one coming and i was like you know what i've done a ton of deals in my career i'll do a ton more deals in my career this one's not gonna make or break it if it happens great if not i know i did my best and i Cruised through the negotiation, never went high, never went low. We came to an agreement. We'd all worked out for both sides, sent it off. We've all our lives. And just giving everyone young out there like a lesson, like you're, without your health, none of this matters. It really doesn't. 
Like, if I couldn't even lift my head off of my pillow without a screeching pain through the back of my head, I'm still not fixed. And I have a lot of work to do to make this stay on track and continue to get better and make sure I don't hit that stress level that causes me to, my body to say, time out, game over, we're shutting down, you're going to feel the, the effects of this. <clears throat> Just try to make sure you prioritize the things that are important because we killed ourselves in this business for how many years? And then yeah, in the right. blink of an eye, the pandemic was like, I don't care. Screw you. And people lost their jobs. We kept ours because we're good at what we do and we're lucky. And good and good Um, thankful owners. But like there's things that sometimes need to be prioritized over your job. And I I thought I was doing a good job about that. I clearly wasn't because my body told me you're not, jackass. Like you need to (laughs) slow you need to you need to step away. You need to slow down. And I've in the past two weeks have been extremely productive without killing myself. And I feel better. Like you can hear it. I sound better. You sound great. Um, How do you, there's gotta be a fine line of like, um, I guess if I'm starting my career in the middle, you know, kind of that early part of it where it's like, you can't have a laissez faire attitude is what you're saying. I think there's a difference between work ethic and stress. Right. Yeah. I could go the next couple days and bust it and crush it and send out 4,500 emails. That's not going to stress me out. It's when things start to like percolate or things might not be going your way or little things are happening or a coworker that is driving you crazy. Like kind of letting those little things just kind of like slide on back and eventually you, they stay inside and they just boil, 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 boil. Yeah, you got to find an outlet for those things. I'm not saying like half-ass it and not do your job. Yeah, no, no. I... I'm completely saying you need to find a way to turn it off and not necessarily be on your phone till eight, nine, ten o'clock every single night. There's going to be times in our industry that's not it's unavoidable. There's going to be games you have to work. You have long home stands. But when it's the chain, unavoidable for me right now, it's unavoidable for you. You're you're in a you're in a very unique situation. You're building a ballpark. And once that ballpark's open and built, you're gonna, my friend, need to find a way to like. Need to step back. Need to get my batteries recharged. It is what it is. Like you just know that. Like it's gonna. This is the third time you've done it. I'm sure you've went through that the first two times. Like holy yeah, of hell. course. It's just it's nuts. We like, we went to uh, uh, after the first one we went to Jamaica, and then after the second one we went to Hawaii, uh, and we have not planned anything after the so third I, one. So I I was looking at Hawaii the other night. Hawaii like, is the best place in the face of the earth. Booking Hawaii in August because I can fly there for free. With the, the 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 flights right now are six hundred fifty dollars round trip. I have enough miles for those. I can f- get fly there for free. Get a VRBO. I, I've been there three times. The hotels are astronomical right now. Like they're insane. They're probably Why? trying. To, they're just trying to make up for COVID, I guess. Like they're yeah. astronomical prices. But the VRBOs, there's literally hundreds of apartments or condos on the beach in Maui for like hundred and seventy five dollars a night. I'm like, great. So we're looking at that, but like, yeah, like it's been a long year. Let's just put it that way. It's been a really long year. I internalize stress as it is on top of what everything that's happened. I've bottled it up. It just burst. And eventually my body gave out in my neck and strangled my nerves and sent me into pain. So it's just trying to find whatever it is that outlet that can be for you 
knowing a lot of you are young that are listening to this and have been probably been alone or stuck in a small apartment. Everyone's dealt with this, right? Like coming out of this, just try and get your body right. Because if you're not healthy, you're no good to anybody. I don't care who you work for, right? It doesn't matter. If you don't have health, it doesn't matter. That's my PSA. <laughs> I, uh, the stress part of that is interesting to me in the, the internalization. I am the 1,000, like 180 degrees different than you. No, oh, I know. I can I see it on your wi- face. I wear my I know, stress. I know when you're. I know when you're right. Face. Like on, I am the worst poker player of all time. Yeah, no, you. I. I can. I know when you're stressed. I just see it in your face. <laughs> just look at you. Like, you look like shit. <laughs> well, just like you saw last week with me. You're like, you're something wrong with you. You're something, um, you look like your head's gonna explode. Yeah, and like right now, I have a little thing in my neck, but I'm not. I'm not having a crippling pain in my head because I'm doing things to try and feel better and, and get better. And I think the other thing that we talked about and you a couple months ago when you talked about therapy is the stigmatization of trying to be strong and not yeah talk about being bothered and bottling it up and just like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Right. Like that's, that's what I'm, I'm supposed to, I have kids and a family. Like I just got to wear it all inside. Like, <clears throat> It's not okay, right? Like people, you, people go through this, and you need to figure it out, and you need to get better. Otherwise, it'll just be this vicious cycle that you never get out of. And it's it's really hard in our industry to not find the the hardos who will tell you, "Well, I used to work every game yeah. for four months straight, and like that's what you have." Like you know what? Like we talk about, like the cycle has to break eventually. Like what's the point? Like why why do we have to keep it that way? Like let's do it better. Just we should evolve. And make it better. Otherwise, people get burnt out. You and I have been doing this for a long time now. We've only ever worked in sports. Our bodies have probably worked a, f- a full lifetime already. Like, yeah, right. The right. amount of hours and stuff that we've done. I've moved two teams. You've built three stadiums. I've launched DraftKings from the ground <laughs> up as a, like a startup. Worked in the NFL, worked in the NHL, and I've worked in Major League Baseball. Like In Fenway Sports, it doesn't stop, right? We own like seven things that are never, there's no off season. There is no off season where I am. So yeah, right. there's, we've worked in eternity already. And I just need to do a better job of realizing when my body's telling me you need a break. <clears throat> and how, how do you, how do you not take this as like, this is a short term thing because you know, you got a pain in your neck, but this is like a, you know, a lifestyle change. Well, I, the, the, the pain I had was enough to be enough of a wake up call. Like if I had a headache, it probably wouldn't have been, I'd be like, ah, oh, whatever. I took some Advil and I moved on. I had no recourse, nothing. I like, remember I told you they thought you're in the emergency room for two days, three days, three days. <clears throat> so remember when I told you, I thought they might, it might be called, it might be cluster headaches. Yeah. And that they, they call them suicide headaches. Yeah. The pain I was having not that I thought about killing myself at the time because it was only like two weeks in. The people who deal with that for the I could see why they call it suicide headaches. I was in that much. I was like, no one can live like this. It's literally impossible. You would kill yourself. You just couldn't possibly live like. I was in that much Ugh. pain, and I was like, this can't be okay. And I can't. Li- something has to give. So sometimes things like that, what you need, and all right, cool. Like, make some changes. Take it easy. Not sweat the small stuff. I know it's easier said than done for people like you and I who are type A's. Yeah, right. 
but I just need to <clears throat> also verbalize my stress or my dealings with more, I think, than just like reading. I've also been very good the past few weeks of not, I've only been on Twitter to follow all of my giant signings, like <laughs> sports related giants are coming back, baby. Like I don't, I didn't know. So this, this is, this is the key. I didn't know about the Colorado shooting until the next day. Really? Didn't know about it. Someone was like, oh, the, the supermarket. She was like, what are you talking about? Like the shooting in Colorado yesterday, I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, and then I was you're, like, you're living the life of Rob Crane right now. So seriously, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, that actually, you know what? Do I need to know about this? It's just gonna get me mad. It's just gonna make me angry. And then when I found out about it and I started reading about it, I was like, now I'm angry because like yeah. now I know the details about the AR-15s. We're not gonna go into gun control, or whatever. So, yeah, no, I. My new thing now is ignorance is bliss. Like ignorance is bliss. Welcome to the Rob Crane lifestyle. I know. This is. I need. I need to hang out with you more. Uh, we just go golf and just not even know. We just put our phones away and that's it. I'm going golf. Uh, don't tell anybody I work with, but I'm playing golf on. They listen uh, to this podcast. Friday. Yeah, but I'm playing golf on Friday. All right. With with wow. our with our uh, uh, VP of uh, I think it's hospitality, the, the guy who runs our food and beverage business. We haven't played yet together, so. So it's a business meeting. Yeah, we missed our meeting today because I walked around the ballpark with Larry Lucchino and Janet Marie Smith looking at uh, signage. That sounds fun. Yeah, you kind of look at it and it looks kind of fun. Anyway, we made it work. We made it work. You had a couple of things on your list that I should have written down that I didn't written down. That I written down. Jeez, uh, oh man, I don't know how to speak either. Um, what else have you? A couple so, things we want to talk uh, about. speaking of sponsorship, this is another behind. The, this is a behind the scenes. The people like behind the scenes stuff, right? So, we have we announced today um, Apply <clears throat> UV, which is Aeroside. Uh, I worked at a partnership deal with them. They're getting a big old sign at Fenway Park, but they the press release went out this morning uh, that Applied UV is partnered with the Red Sox to install these air filtration nasa type quality systems in our ballpark in jet blue and in fenway their stock went up 22 percent today on that press release that's awesome i was texting with the ceo i was like is there anything else he's like nope this is it like literally and then they were getting articles all over applied uv shares surge after installation of aeroside system in fenway and jet blue park applied uv has partnered with the boston red sox to inside the aeroside air quality improvement system at fenway park and jet blue the bioconversion technology is based on patented technologies developed by NASA to eliminate harmful airborne particles such as bacteria, mold, and viruses. It is, it is known to reduce the risk of virtual exposure to SARS-CoV-2 by keeping aerosol concentration levels low. They will be installed in player areas, weight rooms, both home and visitors' locker rooms, as well as all luxury suites. AUIV shares rose 21% pre-market. Wow. I'm like, you want to renew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. How do I do an extension? Right. I was like, this is amazing. Like, this is when sometimes you're like, well, does sponsorship really work? I'm like, well, let's read this press release. Like, clearly it does. Um, Not just the press release. Let's look at the, the stock after. Price, right? Yeah. So th- things like that are cool to see. Like, you feel good about helping someone that's, it's like, hey, let's do a partnership. We got the stuff that we needed to help make our players and our fans safer. You got a big, big sign at Fenway Park. And Where's your stock sign going? Went. Uh, oh, on the New Balance scoreboard. Got it. So right field. It's big, 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 big. Who are the, uh, is that the old Duncan one? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. Duncan is Dunk, Duncan Donuts. This is no secret. I mean, Dunkin' Donuts was purchased by Inspire Brands. 
Yeah. Inspire Brands, for those who don't know, owns Buffalo Wild Wings, Sonic, Arby's, one of the one of the ta- taco one of the taco ones. Um, not not Taco Bell. Not Taco Bell. It's it's Rust, Rusty Taco, I think. Rusty Taco. And then uh, I think one of the one of the burger chains. Um, not bur- not the Burger King or Wendy's or McDonald's. So Inspire is a massive restaurant group. So they bought Dunkin' Donuts. Once that happens, so Inspire Group is essentially a big PE firm. Yeah. PE firms don't like sponsorship. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts is still a huge sponsor of the Red Sox. They cut a lot of sports sponsorships, but they stay with the Red Sox. Um, they did keep that Hartford thing. They did work that out. Okay. Um, and then a couple other stuff, but they 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 were slashing and dashing across a lot of their 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 partnerships. And um, fortunately, their headquarters being in Providence, um, not Providence, South South Massachusetts, we were able to keep them in Canton. Uh, so that sign though was part of the give back is the renegotiation. So we had the opportunity, and now Aeroside is going to be up there. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, congratulations to you. I know that you've been working your tail off on a lot of these things and uh nice little uh nice little get today huh uh yeah so that was that deal was done a while ago the other deal <clears> was done last night we have some other deals that i'll be putting up hopefully come opening day We're still crossing some some t's and dying some i's it's not done until the contract sign right well, um, tell me about it so yeah uh, but baseball is back next next thir- wait, thursday april 1st our april opening, 1st our opening day is april 1st so next thursday that's the day that we get our certificate of occupancy, temporary certificate of occupancy, that we can actually move in. So our first uh, workout is uh, the first as well. Which, um, has it come a long way since you showed it to me, the ballpark? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the player areas are basically done. Um, they uh, So because they have players. Uh, the players will be coming in a week. I talked to our manager this morning. Uh, the fan facing stuff is taking longer because we have till our opening day is not till May 11th. So they're like, let's focus in on the player stuff. Yep. Good idea. Then, uh, we can focus in on the, cause they can't use the field or anything for the next month for the most part. Right. Because they, uh, cause you have players on it. Right. And they're not going on a road trip or anything. Are you, you guys still don't have offices though, right? Uh, no, we're not going to have offices. I don't think for the whole year. Where are the offices going to be? Uh, behind the suites on first base. Got it. There's, is there another? There's a in the ballpark or is there another building? In the ballpark. In, in the, the ballpark. ballpark. In the ballpark. So yeah, we're cruising right along. We'll get there. We'll get there. Did, did, we'll get did there. the delay make you feel actually a little bit better? No about timing. No. Uh, no. Um, because I thought we'd be open and uh, all the stuff would have been done, and now I just have to talk with sponsors and season ticket holders about sixty games instead of seventy, and you know challenges that we face there so um this will all be like a bad dream that goes away next year i hope so i hope so mine but anyway might, mine might not end but yours will be at least over you hey you know what i got that shot in the arm today baby vaccines vaccines for all go get vaccinated I, yes i would i i'd love i'm i'm pumped about that and uh yeah it was it was like i said i ran out of there uh, i have two checks in my uh brief not it's like a little messenger bag yep i have two checks in there worth like a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars uh that are just like out there right now good 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 don't tell your cfo (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't listen (laughs) and if so he listened to two or three episodes ago when i went off on uh, cfos (laughs) (laughs) 
They do stink. They do. Oh, they're, no, the they're the worst. The worst. Um, well, my friend, I'm glad to be back. Hopefully, the you sound week, a billion times better. Hopefully, next week stays the same and I stay on the same course. And then we'll be talking about the night before opening day. Sweet, Chris. Good to have you back. Glad you're feeling better. I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. Everyone, go sign up for that conference. Yes, Temple, go do it. Bye. Later.